reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! I am Murray Fox, and this week we are looking at uh, the very first issue of of the latest Doom Patrol series. Mm-hmm. We are looking at the one by Keith Giffen and Matthew Clark. Which... It's running currently, so we'll be covering these issues as well, and until we get caught up to what's out already, and then we'll be doing them once a month. Yeah. As yeah. they come out, kind of thing. We'll just kind of bounce back and That's forth. That's plan. That's anyway. right. Until we, until we're all caught up. And don't worry if you are a big, big Doom Patrol fan and you remember fondly the other series that have come and gone from days past. Uh, we will <laughs> no get, doubt get to them eventually as well. Absolutely, so, uh, we uh, we sure will. As I uh, fill in holes and gaps and <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> And Marie has to buy them all first. That's right. I've got the Silver Age stuff, and now I'm getting the Grant Morrison stuff down bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Which all is. Right. Alrighty, so here we go. Issue one. Yes. Which came out almost a year ago, I want to say, because we're up to. We're up to 12. This week or next week or something. Yeah, so almost a year ago, we had issue number one come out, and we've got an excellent cover of the of the latest team crashing through one of the old one of the old issues. It's a yeah, great cover. Checkerboard top. You yeah. Know, it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's from the '63, '64. They're bursting right through, and with this series, we've got again. Negative Man and Robot Man and Elastigirl back back together after years of being dead. Dead. Or, or, <laughs> or, or in pieces. <laughs> or something. Or any combination thereof. That's right. How did they get back? Well... That is not yet apparent. Yeah, we're not really sure. We'll chalk it up to a Superboy Punch and an Infinite Crisis here and... and uh, bit of DC slate cleaning there and and all that's important is they're back. Indeed. Mm-hmm. That's the other reason we decided to do this series is because, well, the players are basically the same, so if you aren't uh, a long-time fan, you can still maybe follow along. Absolutely. Without getting too lost. Absolutely. Yeah, at this point in the team's history, they had their Silver Age adventures and we've had a couple of versions of the team since then, yeah. uh, all of whom who have met, I think, kind of a messy ending at some point. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. There's uh, uh, not a lot left to some of them. So. No, the Copperberg version. Every, every iteration of Doom Patrol tends to get uh, killed, with the exception of Cliff. Yes, yeah, he makes it through them all. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff survives. 
don't, don't go into the Grant Morrison says thinking that Chris is going to die because, well, not going to happen. He makes it through. Yeah, and after the Morrison version, for the longest time, the Doom Patrol kind of was out of commission, and then... Well, then no. what was it? It was the... Right into the Rachel Pollock from him. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. After her version. They were out for a, they were while. Out for a while. We got the John Arcudi version, which I quite like. I liked it too. I think it's very it's underrated. A different take on it, for sure. Yeah. And then, of course, the famous or infamous uh, <laughs> John Byrne reboot. That's right. John Byrne does his usual trick of taking away everything you know about the characters and making them completely new. That's, yeah. Yes, and, and it, well, it, I think, from what I remember, it was it was okay. If it you, was okay. If you ignored the fact that it was a whole new beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's a hard thing to do. When with a team like the Doom Patrol, where you have, especially in Robot Man, part of his tragedy is he lives through every single iteration of this team and that's... just watches his friends get killed over and over <laughs> again. And you're just like, oh my God, you feel for the guy and the history involved. And suddenly, and if you yeah. take all that away, then yeah, that takes yeah that. Removes a little bit of the of the uh, important part of that character. Gravitas. That's right. That's right. And then you've got the whole little Beast Boy. And fortunately, yeah. they kind of Burns version wasn't around long enough that they really had to worry about fitting Beast Boy's new continuity in. And by the time yeah. they thought about doing it, it's okay. It was all wiped away anyway. <laughs> So that brings us to where we are now, which was, I guess, kind of infinite crisis-y. We got to see, I'm sure there was a scene, I can almost picture it. it might, you know, I think it was the Superboy punch. He does a punch, and we see all the versions of the team kind of do something. Yeah, they're kind of jostled through the things, and, and we're left with the impression that every version we've read about is somehow... Is somehow here in some sort of coherent timeline, maybe. And we're somehow back to the original three. Yeah, which is right where we are. So we open up in the country of Buenos Aires. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. The team is now based on Oolong Island, which is just. Which a, you'll remember from 52 if you uh, were a fan of that. Yeah. Big old series. Yes, it's a great, totally a great location. Like all those crazy mad scientists and off on an island where they can do whatever they want. It's a, I think it's a great setting for the team. Yeah, it is. It's perfect. I mean, it's no Manhattan little mini mansion, but... <laughs> that's true. We're but it'll... Uh, that. uh, everybody's in Manhattan. That's right. Manhattan. If you can't have a New York brownstone, a... Uh, Mysterious island full of wackadoos will do just a private fine. island doesn't hurt. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so here we are, page one. We have got the team. Not really breaking into, but paying an unauthorized visit to the country of Bueno Suerte. Ah, uh, Bueno Suerte. Bueno Suerte, which is I don't know, some DC country. <laughs> I would imagine it's some sort of Cuba-type analog, some yeah. South American. Yeah, definitely South American. And leadership we, of some sort. Yeah. 
Definitely not a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to Dusty Dusty Marlowe, who will become the team's, or who is, I guess, the team's helicopter pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Takes them into the drop zones and drops them off wherever they are. And uh, she's new. We have not seen her before. Yeah, I think this is her so. first. Uh, First She's a brand new character, so we'll get to uh, learn about her along with you. That's, That's right. So we are in Buena Suerte, and the team is dropped right into the middle of uh, not really a rescue operation, but uh, let's see. Dusty I'm not says, sure what they're supposed to be doing here. Yeah, they're in the center of... They're infiltrating. Infiltrating, yeah, standard... Mad scientist lair. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you do. That's right. Because that's just what they do. And we flip the page and we get the Doom Patrol has found what they're looking for. A great big mess of purple ugly monsters. Ah, yes. All being hatched in little flying saucer-like pods. Mm-hmm. They are, of course, grossed out, and that is when they get to meet uh, the creator of these little purple lovelies, who is Dr. Amanda Beckett, I believe. Yep. Yes, Amanda Beckett is making monsters, and I guess that's why the team's been sent in. They've been sent in to kind of shut down the monster-making operation. Because they're just jealous because none of their, their <laughs> mad scientists saw them first. <laughs> That's right. The chief is all upset that he didn't get to make the purple monsters. Mm-hmm. And I guess we should mention, with the Doom Patrol at this point, we've got the uh, the three main, Robot Man, Elastigirl, and Negative Man. And mm-hmm. we've got two holdovers from uh, the Burn era. Nudge, a teenage girl who's got, I guess, mind control abilities. Mind control, telepathy sort of powers, yeah. And a big four-armed gorilla named Grunt, because that's all he well, does. He follows her around and yeah. does whatever she tells him to do. So Yeah. In the grand tradition of Doom Patrol, he's another lovesick monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all righty. So we get uh, Dr. Amanda Beckett, and she greets the team, and she kind of taunts them a little bit. Uh, what does she say? Uh, yeah, she kind of teases the team a little bit. Talks about how they're all, how they're all freaks, and how the chief is uh, isn't really one to be casting stones about uh, anybody else creating monsters. little monsters. And then she just starts to undress, <laughs> like you do. Like you do. You introduce yourself, and then you know you strip down. <laughs> yes. She did introduce herself, so, I mean, that's... That's right. Etiquette has been followed. That's right. And uh, as she's stripping down, her skin is kind of melting away or transforming or, or something, and, and she becomes a... a buggy... Hideous bug beast. Yeah, hideous bug beast pretty much clinches it. I don't think we've met Amanda Beckett before, either. She's, nope, I think, she's a new character. New as well. yeah. A so, brand new Doom Patrol villain. Brand new bug-eyed yeah. chicky-poo there. And, of course, a big fight ensues. The purple beasts grab little uh, 
nudge and pull her into the mosh pit of beasties. <laughs> and the rest of the purple beasties take on the team, and we get Rita doing her growing up big trick. And uh, Negative Man comes out and starts zipping through, zapping. They're TCB. That's right. <laughs> Taking care of business. Taking care of Doing business for style. sure. Absolutely. We got a big old fight scene. We've got zapping and punching and growling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With some sticks and zips and zaps. Alright. And eventually the team makes their way out. Uh, after having accomplished, I guess, not really much more than just kind of wrecking the whole monster operation. Sort well, I of. think that was the plan. That was probably the plan. And they... It was unauthorized mad scientistry. That's right. If you're going to be a mad scientist, you got to be authorized. <laughs> you got to go to Oolong Island and get taxed. <laughs> get you taxed, know, get your little card. <laughs> all that stuff. Fill yeah. it out. These guys, they were not doing the paperwork, and so, kazap, right. they get... So after having that's right, <laughs> that's right. Not a member of the union, we will shut you down. That's right. <laughs> so shut them down. They do, and they go zipping off to the helicopter, and tragedy, doom, you might even say, ensues. No. Seriously, it so. <laughs> it's so. The three main leads, of course, make it onto the helicopter just fine, but uh, poor little Nudge gets a chada 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 to the. Uh, to the everywhere. That's just a... She's not looking too good. No. Not looking too good for the nudge No. <laughs> no, not, uh, not any longer. For anyone who's a, uh, a burn hater, this was a scene just for you. That's right. As poor little nudge gets knocked off within pages of the uh, intro. Grunt is, of course, distraught. He's distraught, growling and screeching, holding her uh, bloody bloody body. Yeah, and yeah. And without her around to control him, he just takes he off just, in the forest. Yeah, he's body. running off, I guess, with her body, I'm yeah. assuming. But he's still alive anyway. So. He's alive, that's well, right. They can I'm, always bring him back later. If they that's want. right. If they really want another gorilla. They do. There's never enough monkeys, right? That's right. You can never go wrong with a monkey. And soon enough, I'm sure we will see him. Because not only is a monkey, he's like a four-armed monkey, which is extra cool. <laughs> Un- extra poo. That's right, that's right. So, uh, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for Nudge, she's history, but the rest of them make it into the helicopters and with a helicopter chase scene or two and a kablam as one of the enemy helicopters gets exploded pretty good. The team makes it home. Back to Oolong Island. Back to Oolong Island. Yes, and we get to meet another, not really a member of the cast, but certainly someone who will become a supporting cast member. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading it originally, I was thinking, hmm, the name sounds familiar. I'm not placing the... <laughs> the yeah, get it right away. I didn't get it right away. I thought that name sounds exactly like uh, one of the challengers, but uh, 
and and of course we're talking about one of the challengers who has become we're talking about Rocky Rocky Davis who I guess his name originally or really is Leslie but I guess yeah. if you had the name Leslie you'd probably go with Rocky, Rocky yeah. too <laughs> Rocky Davis was one of the challengers of the unknown and he was the uh the wrestler the brawler the the big ben muscle Grimish type uh, character. Exactly, and now of course he is a priest. <laughs> Somehow I missed yeah. that. Uh, I don't know when that happened. Uh, yeah, I missed that too. I think I want to say somewhere in one of those not fifty-two, maybe an infinite crisis or a final crisis. Spin-off or something. Anybody who knows, let us know. <laughs> let us know when Rocky became gave up the wrestling life for priesthood. <laughs> he is, of course, a priest now, and he is he is uh, oh, on Brave and the Bold. Oh, maybe. Although Brave and the Bold, I think he was still. He was still challenging it up there. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Anyway, he's now a priest, and on the island, he's kind of taken on the role as a counselor, psychologist. Camp counselor, yeah. Camp counselor to the uh, to the team. The Father Mulcahy. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. He's Father Mulcahy to the Doom Patrol. That would make Cliff and Larry, Hawkeye, and what's his name, Hawkeye BJ? And, uh, Honeycutt. <laughs> Honeycutt. And, uh, or Trapper here. Or Trapper. And of course, that makes Rita Hot Lips. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Giffen uses uh, Rocky here as, uh, as a way to kind of introduce the characters to anyone who might be uh, unfamiliar with the team. Mm-hmm. So, he. Uh, he has a little sit-down with each of the members, one by one. And it's a way for us to kind of kind of get to know the... Uh, Mission briefing expands, you know, tells you what their personalities are like at this point, and, you yeah. know, yep. sort of where they're coming from. Absolutely. Pardon me. At the same time, we get... Uh, the book is just packed with, like, information. It's, it's dense. <laughs> so while we get... Uh, Rocky interviewing the team and and getting us giving us a chance to get to know them. One way we've got the chiefs' uh, little computer printouts and yeah. is scattered throughout the book that give us uh, his point of view on the uh, on the characters, which is always a fun read and sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes not. And they do give us little pieces that we that we may not have been aware of before. So yeah, bits and pieces. And stuff. Yeah, so. Uh, Rocky starts off with Elastigirl, and, or I guess they're calling her Elastiwoman now in the uh, team. She's grown up a little bit here. Uh, what does the chief say? He says, she's emotionally fragile, uh, subject prone to extended periods of depression related to self-image issues, vanity, self-loathing, uh, recent overt examples, or sorry, expressions of maternalism, especially towards subject Karen Duncan, who we will meet shortly. Which is kind of a neat take on uh, on Rita. She was always the uh, 
calm, almost normal one in the group, and if you ever wondered why she was hanging out with the gang of freaks, this uh, <laughs> this gives us a little insight into why Giffen thinks she should be hanging around with them. And it's kind of a neat take on her. Yeah, well, because the one thing that was never really obvious from the old school days is why she was so upset about being able to grow and shrink. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it turned out that she couldn't control it at first. That's what freaked her out. Right. But uh, now we see, we get to see it's a little deeper than that, and, and it's kind of cool. Like, we get, we uh, we definitely see her in uh, cranky mode as she's uh, talking to uh, talking to Rocky Davis there. She uh, She is certainly not a chatterbox. No. <laughs> No, and in the end, she says uh, she's jealous. She's jealous of Nudge. Jealous that Nudge got uh, killed off instead of instead of her. So clearly, she's a tortured soul. At this tortured point. soul. She's got some issues, <laughs> and she stomps off, which gives Rocky a chance to meet with uh, Negative Man there. Yeah. And I don't think the chief gives us anything new. Nothing that we didn't already know in his little blurb. He says Larry's a thrill-seeker. Uh, all that sort of stuff, which which we kind of already knew. Yeah. Yep, and we've uh, we've got Larry also pretty much ignoring Rocky as he uh, plays away on the video games. <laughs> Zapping and... In this consideration, Larry seems to be he's, he's more slackerish. He's just got, I guess, he's just tired of the whole deal, and he just try to, tries to amuse himself in other ways between missions. Yes, yeah, slacker, you know, is a great way to describe him, and uh, it kind of fits. And Giffen has got his uh, <laughs> his voice just nailed. I love reading his words. He's like just loopy and sarcastic, and yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> The, perfect, the banter perfect. between him and Cliff in the series is really well done. Oh, it's awesome. It's it really, really back good. back to the old days very yes. well. Yeah, Larry, if anything, is close to what he was, but is just a little more off-center than he ever was, which is yeah. well, kind of a cool way. It's understandable, given what we find out later. Yeah, he's gone through quite a bit. So uh... Changes. Lots of changes <laughs> have happened to Larry in his publishing history. <laughs> Absolutely, and we'll get into all of them. Eventually, he's uh, yes, changes is a good way to uh, to describe that. And oh, even here at the very beginning, Giffen introduces the uh, the whole pelican phobia thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's up with that. No, that I had fun. no, it's just a quirk. yeah, a little quirk that's been kind of bubbling around in the background. So, uh, until of course later we'll probably find out that it's not and it's got something to do with something else. It's probably a very big deal, but right now all yeah. we know is uh, Larry's not a big fan of pelicans. They're gross. I think she's being spied on. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let me see. So yeah, Larry's not really having much to do with uh, Father Davis either, and so he wanders off and meets with uh, Cliff. Mm-hmm. And again, Cliff, yeah, again, I don't think we learned much new about Cliff, but we don't need to because he's been around for so long. His uh, his personality's been pretty 
pretty well documented. He's, if, if anything, he's even more world-weary in this iteration than he was. I don't really think it's possible because that's pretty much what he's been <laughs> since the 70s. Is Absolutely. He's just tired of being this whole thing and the, the weirdness and everything that goes along with being part of the Doom Patrol. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and we certainly get that there. So he doesn't get a huge, long interview with uh, Rocky and then... And then Rocky goes off to meet with the chief and share what he's learned, which was really not a whole lot. <laughs> chief here looks to be a little older. He's got the gray hair, which, which he had in uh, the Pollock, the Rachel Pollock uh, run the, after Grant Morrison's, but uh, it was understandable in that case. Yes. I'm not sure how much her stuff plays into it. Yeah, I have read very, very little of it, and what little I have read, I, I can't remember if. I've read it all. Man, was man. Even I'm not sure. There's only been one minor reference so far in this series to suggest that any of that actually happened. Alrighty, well, we will have to. We'll have to see how that. We'll works. have to wait. It's not with the actual vertical run of it, so it may just be not counting it as far as you know. Sure, if they're looking for a cutoff, that would probably be a place to cut off if they were going if they were going for that. And I don't think she had a did she have a huge run on the on the book? Uh her run lasted I wanna say twenty or thirty issues. Oh uh, well that's probably not even twenty, I think probably not even thirty. I think it was like more than like two years. Okay, well I mean that's long long enough it's to respectable enough, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Alrighty, so we uh, get the chief. He's chatting with Rocky. He's checking his computer for information on Little Miss Beckett, and and that's about it. There, we uh, check in on Rita again, and we find that Rita has a little house guest. <laughs> Emphasis on the little. Yes, and in that dollhouse. Oh, yes, a cute little dollhouse, and we've got. Uh, Karen Duncan living in the dollhouse, who used to be a Teen Titan, and they want a Titan East. That's Bumblebee. right, Bumblebee, and somehow during fifty-two, maybe she got stuck at Bumblebee size, and to her infinite crisis again. Yes, I don't really know how it happened. I wasn't really reading stuff at that time. I just know that when I picked up the uh, Flash Doom Patrol Brave and Bold issue, they were there. So. That's right. Yeah, 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 they were. Yeah, so she's she's hanging out with the team, although Giffen hasn't done a whole lot with her. And, and that's, that's fine, because really she's... I don't know, whenever I think of Bumblebee, I think of Teen Titans much more than I do yeah. Doom Patrol. But if he finds a role for her, great. <laughs> great, it seems like she's stuck at, at, I don't know, Bumblebee size, and presumably she, she can still... Her. Yeah, I'm guessing she can still sprout wings and zap people if, if that's what she could do. I'm sure. I'm thinking she must have been able to. Your typical insect lady power. That's right. In any case, she's living with Rita and Rita gets all uh, maternal and motherly with uh, with little Karen and and uh, really it's just it's uh, setting the stage. We see that uh, Rita is pretty much trying to ignore the whole death of Nudge thing as much as she can, and and 
focus her attention on anything but. Yeah. And that brings us to our very last page where we have the chief again checking out the, the computer and he gets a, I guess it's a call for help from a, from another uh, scientist. Mm-hmm. From Germany, maybe? A German scientist who is yep. requesting help. He's saying that uh, this new scientist is saying that a collider has generated a singularity, a black hole. And, Which uh, the first colliders are what to do. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the black hole... The difference with this black hole is, uh, of course, that... Uh, it seems to be uh, sentient, and it wants to negotiate terms with uh, the world, <laughs> which is where we end off. The chief is, of course, ready to help, but he's, you know, he's like, ugh, whatever would the world do without me? Of course, I will. Uh, I'll save the world, but <laughs> I'll send my weirdos out. I'll send my oh, weirdos wow. out to uh, talk to the black hole. <laughs> so hard done by the chief is. He's got it rough. <laughs> and that is where we end this first issue of of the Daily Patrol. It's a slow issue. It's uh, you know an introductory issue for anyone who might not be a fan of Doom Patrol. Yeah, know. it uh, it sets the stage. It gives you a, a snapshot of all the important characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, introduces a new villain and a couple of cast members. So. Yep. It's, it's a solid first issue. Uh, yeah, I really liked it when it came out. I loved that it was like filled with words, and I, I loved that there was tons to read, and that you could get little bits of the story from all yeah, kinds all of little computer printouts, yeah, and diaries, and whatnot. Oh, yeah, there was a ton of, of places to kind of go to get the uh, the information on the story, which is which is I think a cool way to to tell the uh, tell the tale. And the artwork is great. I uh, I thought Matthew Clark knocked it out of the park here. We got some highly detailed <laughs> yeah. detailed looks here. And I like his look for the team. I like that. Uh, yeah, his, his team is his team is solid. Yeah, he's got uh, the redesigned robot man. He's enough like the old one that I don't. I'm not too upset about it. Yeah, he's yeah he's close enough, and I love Larry's look. I think Larry in the. Uh, <laughs> What are those? They explain that they don't bother doing any eye holes or anything for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that total wrapped up dude. <laughs> wrapped with shadows, which is great, yeah. And the great big high-waisted pants and those, what do you call those things? The uh, pants with the big wide... Jod purse. Jod purse, that's what they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome look. <laughs> hey, jod purse, that's an awesome look anytime. That's right. They are the uh, bell bottoms of the <laughs> 20s. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a good start for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. It uh, sets the stage. So a lot and... of interesting questions come up here is, well, and I guess we probably should, maybe shouldn't spoil it, but all of the Doom Patrol, the original series, get killed. <laughs> so one of the question is, questions is, uh, how are they alive again? If everything that happens sort of happened, excuse me a moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, that's certainly one of the questions. Like, how are they back? I mean, Robot Man, we know he's he's always been around. But some of the others have, have well, Rita has never been back. So it's, yeah, there's, 
certainly that question, how did she get back? And there's, at this point, there's, Giffen is dropping little hints that, that, uh, that will play out in, in later issues that you don't realize. As you're reading the first issue, I don't think you realize how many little, little things he's dropping, but, uh, yeah. But, you're as fluent in it as, as some of us, then, uh, <laughs> you do catch these things and it's awesome. It is. But even even for the story he's telling, you start to see, like in the beginning issues, you have no idea that these purple things are, or Amanda Beckett are going to be relevant later on. Be relevant yeah. later on, and we see that they are going to have a bit of a role to play in the coming issues. Well, it's one of the things he said to me. He's like, "There's too many people that take over series and and don't bring anything new to the table," and he he promised, you know. New guys, new characters. That's right, and we're getting every, it. Every issue in the first first five or six. Yep, and so. he's totally delivering on it. <laughs> new to- toys in the toy box for that's other right. ways to play with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's good. All right, so that's it, I think. That's it for this week. We will be back next week with probably a look at one of the Silver Age issues, and then the week after that we will be back with issue two of... Giffen's Doom Patrol. Yeah, we're just going to do it back and forth every other week until uh, we're caught up, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. You bet. You bet, you bet. Uh, In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at doompodtroll.gmail.com. Doompatrol at gmail.com. Yes, yes. And, or you can visit the uh, website, which is just www.doompodtroll.com Exactly. And hopefully we'll be getting some uh, forums soon. Uh, we're not there yet, but uh, keep with us and, and uh, keep listening and we'll let you know when that happens. And when, yeah, when the forums are ready, if we, uh, if we haven't let you know on the, on the podcast, you can certainly check out the info on our website where we'll probably be a little more up to date at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so that's it for this week. We'll see you next. Alright, bye-bye. Catch you later.